0: What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Thanks for joining us on a Friday. Today is Deep Dive Friday. We'll have a deep dive handicap for some NBA action tonight. And uh, yeah, today is the 12th. Friday the 12th. Hopefully you guys having a nice week so far. Ready for the weekend. I'm in Denver. We're supposed to get like two feet of snow this weekend. So gonna be packed in. And uh, for those looking forward to the NBA podcast yesterday... It was uh, quite a long day. I was back at the animal hospital. I haven't talked too much about that on this show, but uh, my dog's had a couple things going on recently. And I mean, it just, it was so crazy because it just added everything yesterday because she got in the trash and ate a couple rib bones, like, uh, like baby back ribs. God. And I mean, on top of everything that we're already doing right now, it's just like, are you kidding me? So we took her in, and I mean, at this point, you know, everything seems to be doing okay, and it's crazy, because she never, she got him out of the trash, and she never, and she's nine and a half years old, almost 10 in July, but um, she's never her whole life done anything like that, and I mean, she never, I could leave, you know, wings in front of her, and... She never was one of those dogs, but recently, because of everything, we've been changing her diet, and I think she's just hungry all the time, so she's doing some weird things. But either way, I apologize for being out yesterday. We'll go ahead and do some bonus content next week, get you guys some NBA stuff, uh, and, and you know, kind of catch you guys up on the on the deep dive NBA. But we will do an NBA game for today. I thought it was appropriate to go to some basketball and uh, do a game for tonight. So on today's show, we'll talk about the Denver Nuggets, Memphis Grizzlies game, tonight it is denver at memphis but first things first special thanks to better edge online, betteredge.com and uh, for some of the old timers out there listening, let me tell you guys today how to get it on your phone like as uh, part of the home screen, like all your other apps. So just go to betteredge.com on your phone and on iPhone it's this way. I'm pretty sure it works the same on Androids. Hit that little square with an up arrow at the bottom of the screen. You can go to any website and do this. Just hit that little square with an up arrow very bottom of the screen. What that's going to do, it's going to allow you to download BetterEdge to your home screen like any other app. So much easier to use, access, and uh, just use their platform that way. So do that, everyone, if you haven't yet. But uh, the great thing about Better Edge, why I love talking about them on this show, is because they allow us to bet VIG-free. And VIG-free betting saves a ton of money over the long run. Just to give you guys an example of what that looks like, uh, the Denver-Memphis game tonight, the market consensus right now on that game is uh, Denver minus three. So what you're going to see at any other sports book is Denver minus three, minus 110, Memphis plus three, minus 110, right? You got to pay minus 110. Well, that's not how better edge works. You literally pay no vig. So the line's a bit different on better edge. It's Denver minus three and a half, but it's even money. You pay a hundred to win a hundred. And if you want the other side, Memphis plus three and a half, it's even money. You pay a hundred to win a hundred. So do yourself a favor. Start betting vig free. You'll start winning more money immediately. It's really the only way I can t- I can guarantee everyone listening to start making more today. Onlinebetteredge.com and remember to use promo code sharp. We've had a couple people sign up and not use the promo code. You're missing out on some money. It's ten free dollars if you use promo code sharp. So here's the thing for everyone out there hesitant on the on the on the fence. Just sign up betteredge.com. Go through the sign up process. Use promo code sharp. That's sharp with a p. Just get ten free dollars. It's roller. For free by the way, but get 10 bucks. See how you like it. Make a better too. And I promise you're going to love vig free betting. If not fine, pay more every other sports book, but I promise you're going to love it. Online betteredge.com promo code sharp. All right, let's get into the handicap for today. Denver minus three at Memphis. We are going to take the nuggets. Sometimes on these Friday shows, I let that linger for a little bit. Linger man, linger, but uh, Denver minus three at Memphis. So here's the thing nationwide, if you hear this, uh, or if you read articles, and I always like to see what the common sentiment is across the nation. And and this may not be, you know, this isn't a general thing. This isn't how everyone believes, but this is mainly what I'm reading from national outlets about this game. This game is being portrayed as a great offense in Denver against a great defense in Memphis. And a lot of outlets are saying, yeah, the better defense at home seems like the play. And I'm actually fading a couple... I'm fading uh, Action Network here, which I'll, I'll always take. But uh, And, and I, I did see a couple places on Memphis today, but we're on the Nuggets. And this is being portrayed as an offense versus defense. And, and by the way, Denver, overall, fourth highest scoring offense in the league. That's understood. Memphis, yeah, they, they're seventh in the league in opponents' points per game. So that seems to make sense on the surface. But then you see that Denver is eighth in opponent scoring. So Memphis is seventh in defense. Denver's 8 in defense. Now, if you look at defensive efficiency, yes, Denver drops to 14th and Memphis is around 10 or 11, but that's going to happen with fast, up-tempo teams. Denver's never been a truly efficient defense, especially in the regular season. Things change postseason. That's never been who they are. That's never been their their MO. Back to George Carl, now with my, uh, uh, Mike Malone, that's not the kind of basketball these guys play. And you look at the way each team's playing right now. Denver ended the first half of the season before the All-Star break winning six of eight games, and in those six wins, they allowed 98.3 points per game, okay? So their defense is getting better. Their defense is improving, and Denver was injured for a long part to start the season. A lot of guys were out. Michael Porter Jr., who I believe is the X-factor on this team, out for a couple weeks. And they didn't look good to start the year, but they're finally picking it up. They're finally living up to expectation, which is what I've been waiting for now for a couple of weeks. Not because I'm from Denver, you know. That you've got to be able, to, you've got to be able to get past that. If you're going to be a better and win money, you can't get stuck betting teams over and over in your own city. But what you can do is, if you're objective, you can make money on that because you have maybe a little bit more knowledge, some insight in for me. Well, if you have connections and media, potentially inside information, but you know if you're just surrounded by the teams you you know more that's why professional bettors have to know as much about every market As the other markets, you know, I know as much about Denver as I do about San Antonio and Charlotte and Houston, you know, in the NHL. I don't know any more about the Avs than I do about the Stars or Flames or Jets. So you can't get stuck on that. But I do believe that Michael Porter Jr. is the X factor for this team. And they're finally living up to expectation. Meanwhile, Memphis started the season in my power rankings 24th. And after a really surprising year to a lot of people, they've climbed all the way up to 18th. And yeah, they've had a good season so far. Okay, they're 17 and 16. But they had a 7 game stretch from January 1st to February 1st. That's right. A 7 game stretch from January 1st, from January 8th, excuse me, to February 1st, about 3 weeks. And they had a week off of COVID. They actually had two breaks there, a couple day break because of the Minnesota game and then a week off of COVID. So during that 7 game weird stretch from Minnesota in January, they went 7 and 0. Okay, because they had a lot of games off, and they had, a, frankly, a pretty easy schedule on top of that. Now, there were a couple good wins in there. They beat, I think, the Suns and the 76ers, uh, both at home, by the way. The 76ers were decimated. But the rest of the wins during that streak were against... Uh, they had two against Minnesota, two against San Antonio. They beat Cleveland, a wounded New Jersey team. Excuse me, it was one against Minnesota, uh, two against San Antonio, Cleveland, New Jersey. It, it, I wasn't impressed. And, and by the way, after that stretch... They are 8-10, uh, and 10, okay? So I really don't think Memphis is this team that everyone's built them up to be, especially defensively. I think they do have holes on defense, and I think we start to see that exploited the second half of the year when more teams pick up on what they were doing, okay? Uh, projected playoff teams versus non-projected playoff teams this entire season for Memphis, okay? So the entire year for the Grizzlies, according to my projections, against playoff teams or projected playoff teams they're 7-12. Against non-playoff teams or projected non-playoff teams, Memphis is 10-4. and 4. So a lot of those wins coming against teams who are frankly, you know, teams they should be beating, okay? When it comes to teams like Denver, though, who are projected to make the playoffs and probably climb a little bit before the, the season ends, Memphis hasn't done well, and that includes on defense. Let's talk about injuries, because a big part of this handicap is the injuries. And I think... There's an overreaction. So for Memphis, uh, Jalen Jackson is hurt. He'll be out for several uh, days, maybe even up to a week or two. He's not going to play tonight. But the injuries come in for Denver. And there's two injuries that I think are being over for in the market. Gary Harris, Paul Millsap. Okay. If you look this year at Gary Harris, wins above replacement, combined with true shooting percentage, combined with offensive efficiency when he's on the floor. Okay. Gary Harris is actually one of the I want to be careful here because I don't want to call him one of the worst players in the NBA. Like that's, that's crazy. That is asinine to say that, but he hasn't been efficient this year. There's something missing when he's on the floor. And I I did a little bit of extra work on the NBA this week and, you know, look up online box and whisker plot. I pulled up a couple box and whisker plots or made a couple for, they're simple, you know, uh, you know, you can do them in any, you know, there's a lot of simple uh, software to do things like that. But, uh, Look up box and whisker plot. And what you'll notice is you see the average or you see the median. There's different quartiles for where whatever you're trying to track ends up. And Gary Harris is consistently at the bottom of those things. So the idea that Gary Harris is the value against the spread that he has been earlier in his career, even up to this, up to this year, not including this year. I think that's overestimating Gary Harris. So him being out, I think is not the biggest deal for the Nuggets. Uh, definitely not what I think the market's downgrading him for. And Paul Millsap. You know, Paul Millsap, I don't get it. I don't understand why he's still getting so many minutes with Denver. He looks slow. He looks old. He doesn't make good decisions. He shoots when he should let, when other people should be shooting, which is directly taking points off the board, by the way, for the fourth highest scoring team in the NBA. And he's out tonight. So when you combine the lack of efficiency for those categories I mentioned for Gary Harris and, and especially when you combine them as like a total sort of offensive figure offensive number, Gary Harris is is overrated and Paul Millsap I think is too and I don't I, I'm not quite sure why I'm so I mean again, I live in Denver you know I, my my friends all seem to love Paul Millsap he, it's clearly worth at least a point against the spread in the market, which that's a lot folks. A point against the spread for Paul Millsap at this point in his career is too much. So you add all that up. My overall handicap comes down to these couple things. The national percep- perception of both these teams is off. Denver's a little better than people think. Memphis is a little worse than people think. Denver is underrated in the market overall, but it's specifically their defense. Okay. Denver is not thought of as a good defensive team. They're eighth in the NBA in opponents points per game and a Memphis team that is apparently heralded as a great defensive team in the market, is 7th in the NBA in opponents' points per game. It's not that much of a difference this game, and Denver is getting better defensively. And the last point is the overreaction to Denver's injuries. I understand it's going to be something. I'm not saying it's not a big deal at all, but what the market thinks it should be compared to what I do, there's a difference. So our bet for today, it is the Denver Nuggets minus 3 at Memphis. And if you go on Better Edge, you can find them minus 3.5 for a VIG free price um like i mentioned though we're fading action network i saw this morning action network likes memphis three and a half i was thinking three and a half interesting are they betting on better edge no because they said minus 110 so i oh, went and saw where they got this magical three and a half and of course it's some rogue number that existed for 20 minutes on one website or you know a couple websites like give me a break uh, how 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 action network of them they're gonna give out a line that existed that none of you can get unless you buy the 10 cents which probably makes it obsolete uh, I'm not a big fan of of what they're doing over there. So I mean, look, I don't like this talk shit. I don't. I don't just randomly hate them for no reason. I think they're they are meant for people who don't really get sports betting. So I don't want to get off on a whole tangent. We'll wrap today's show up on that. Listen tomorrow morning for Saturday's Quick Picks. If you happen to hear this late, maybe you're listening to this to this podcast late on Friday night, uh, Saturday morning, bright and early, we'll have some picks for tomorrow. Until then, y'all be good. Good luck on your bets. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.